Section 13 of Folklore and Legends, Oriental. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Folklore and Legends, Oriental, by Charles John Tibbets. The Painter and the Woodcarver. When the son of the Chan had, as on all the former occasions, spoken the words of threatening, placed the dead one in the sack, and joined it forth with him, Sidi spake this time also as follows. The day is long, and the distant journey will tire us. Do you relate a tale unto me, or I will relate one unto you? But the son of the Chan shook his head without saying a word, and Sidi began as follows. Many years ago there lived in the land of Gujasmun a Chan, whose name was Gunis Chang. This Chan, however, died, and his son, Chamuk Sakitschi, was elected Chan in his place. Now there lived among the people of that country a painter and a woodcarver, who bore similar names, and were evilly disposed towards each other. Once upon a time the painter, Gunga, drew nigh unto the Chan, and said unto him, Thy father hath been born into the kingdom of the Tangari, and hath said unto me, Come unto me. Thither I went, and found thy father in great power and splendor, and I have brought for you this letter from him. With these words the painter delivered unto the Chan a forged letter, the contents of which were as follows. This letter is addressed to my son, Chamuk Sakitschi. When I departed this life, I was born to the kingdom of the Tangari. An abundance of all things reigns in this land. But since I am desirous of erecting a pagoda, and there are no woodcarvers to be found here, do you dispatch unto me, Gunga, the woodcarver? The means by which he is to reach this place he may learn from the painter. After he had perused this letter, the Chan of Gujasmun said, If my father has really been carried into the realms of the Tangari, that would indeed be a good thing. Call hither the woodcarver. The woodcarver was called, and appeared before the Chan, and the Chan said unto him, My father has been carried into the realms of the Tangari. He is desirous of erecting a pagoda, and because there are no woodcarvers there, he is desirous that you should be dispatched unto him. With these words the Chan displayed the forged letter, and when he had read it, the woodcarver said unto himself, Of a surety, Gonga the painter has played me this trick, but I will try if I cannot overreach him. Thus thinking, he inquired of the painter, By what means can I reach the kingdom of the Tangari? To these words the painter replied, When thou hast prepared all thy tools and implements of trade, then place thyself upon a pile of faggots. And when thou hast sung songs of rejoicing and set light to the pile of faggots, thus wilt thou be able to reach the kingdom of the Tangari. Thus spake he, and the seventh night from that time was appointed for the carver's setting forth on his journey. When the woodcarver returned home unto his wife, he spake unto her these words, The painter hath conceived wickedness in his mind against me, yet I shall try means to overreach him. Accordingly he secretly contrived a subterranean passage, which reached from his own house into the middle of his field. Over the aperture in the field he placed a large stone, covered the stone with earth, and when the seventh night was come, the Chan said, This night let the woodcarver draw nigh unto the Chan, my father.
Thereupon, agreeably to the commands of the Chan, every one of the people brought out a handful of the fat of the gunsa, a beast. A huge fire was kindled, and the woodcutter, when he had sung the songs of rejoicing, escaped by the covered way he had made back to his own house. Meanwhile the painter was greatly rejoiced, and pointed upwards with his finger, and said, There rideth the woodcarver up to heaven. All who had been present, too, betook themselves home, thinking in their hearts, The woodcarver is dead, and gone up above to the chan. The woodcarver remained concealed at home a whole month, and allowed no man to set eyes upon him, but washed his head in milk every day, and kept himself always in the shade. After that he put on a garment of white silk, and wrote a letter, in which stood the following words. This letter is addressed to my son, Chamuk Sakichti. That thou rulest the kingdom in peace, it is very good. Since thy woodcarver has completed his work, it is needful that he should be rewarded according to his deserts. Since, moreover, for the decoration of the pagoda, many colored paintings are necessary, send on to me the painter, as thou hast already sent this man. The woodcarver then drew nigh on to the chan with this letter. What? cried the chan. Art thou returned from the kingdom of the Tangadi? The woodcarver handed the letter unto him and said, I have indeed been in the kingdom of the Tangadi, and from it I am returned home again. The Chang was greatly rejoiced when he heard this, and rewarded the woodcarver with costly presents. Because the painter is now required, said the Chang, for the painting of the pagoda, let him now be called before me. The painter drew nigh accordingly, and when he saw the woodcarver, fair and in white shining robes, and decorated with gifts, he said unto himself, Then he is not dead. And the Chan handed over to the painter the forged letter, with the seal thereto, and said, Thou must go now. And when the seventh night from that time arrived, the people came forward as before with a contribution of the fat of the gunsa, and in the midst of the field a pile of faggots was kindled. The painter seated himself in the midst of the fire, with his materials for painting, and a letter and gifts of honor for the Chang Gunish Chang, and sang songs of rejoicing. And as the fire kept growing more and more intolerable, he lifted up his voice and uttered piercing cries. But the noise of the instruments overpowered his voice, and at length the fire had consumed him. He was properly rewarded, exclaimed the son of the Chan. Ruler of destiny, thou hast spoken words. Salwala misdood Jexan. Thus spake Sidi, and burst from the sack through the air. Thus Sidi's eighth relation treats of the painter and the woodcarver. End of section 13